Hello, you're listening to Dem Fancy Dinosaurs, the place you want to be if you're a movies, TV show, pop culture enthusiast. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle. And I'm Nick, the other guy. And today we're going to be talking about trailers because a whole bunch of them had dropped in the last week or so. Um, we're also going to be talking a bit about video games. I also want to hint a little bit about upcoming conventions and stuff that we might be attending next year. Yeah. And I also want to start off with a little thing that happened to me Monday, actually. (laughs) Yeah. What did you do and how did you do it? All right. Basically, I cut my thumb off. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That sums it up well. But anyway... How it got there though, I have really goddamn sharp knives, like proper chef knives, not in this bullshit crap that you throw out after about six months because they're not sharp anymore. These knives are awesome. I sliced, I think it was one and a half cubic centimeters off my finger, off my thumb. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. Blood was just going everywhere. I think I cut into the to the tendon. Oh, on the thumb. tendon. Yeah, so that it was must be painful. Oh, there was just so much blood. It wasn't actually painful. I'm just sitting there going, wow, that's a lot of blood. My roommate, not naming names, <laughs> he just comes in. He's like, holy shit. I'm like, dude, can you help me before you go to work? Like wrap this up. And he's there trying to figure out how to help me. He didn't want to get any blood on him because, you know, I must have some kind of blood disease. <laughs> right. I thought it wasn't that bad. Right. This was about 6.30, 7 o'clock. Yeah, I mean, you were good enough to eat your breakfast afterwards. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. After we wrapped it up, he went to work and I've gone, you know what, I might as well finish cooking my breakfast. <laughs> i pretty sure I lost the end of my thumb down the sink. No, you ate it. No, I lost it down the you sink. You ate it. You ate your thumb. <laughs> You're trying to practice ancient Chinese medicine where if you eat the wounded part, you grow it back. Yeah, it grows back straight <laughs> It grows back straight away. I thought it would be a good idea to go see my local GP. When I went in there at 8 o'clock, so this was an hour after I did the whole snip snip on my thumb. Talked to him about a few other things. I mentioned my thumb and he's like, oh, we'll get on to that. And from there, when we uh, talked about some other things, he said, oh, let's have a look at the thumb. He unwraps my bandages and he's like, holy shit, blood just started coming out everywhere. And he's like, you need to go to the hospital right now. Eyes wide open. He's like, if I thought it was this bad, if I knew it was this bad... Would have sent you straight to the hospital. Go to the hospital right now. So got in my car, went over there, fucking fifteen dollars for parking. Motherfuckers. Hospitals. That's how they man. Yeah. Airports <laughs> and hospitals. Right? I'm there at the hospital, I'm talking to the lady, she, you know, goes through all these things, oh what's happening? I'm like, I cut my finger, pretty sure I'm dying from blood loss. I get put into the fast track lane. This is a public hospital, by the way. So the fast track just so, means it'll take 10 hours instead of 20? <laughs> yeah. So I'm in there. I find out that they actually saw over 300 patients the night before in the emergency ward. Whoa. So holy shit. Is this uh, Frankston Hospital? Yep. Nice. This is at Franger Hospital. So they would have had quite a few people in there. Was It took you know, maybe three hours before I saw a doctor in the actual ER. What actually happened? Okay. Before the doctor saw me, a nurse saw me. She unwraps my bandages. She's like, okay, you're going to have to see, you know, the the doctor. I'm like, no shit, right? <laughs> she wraps up my bandages again. New, new bandages all clean. Doctor comes in. She un, uh, unwraps him. Blood just starts come gushing out like everywhere. She goes, okay, I'm going to have to talk to my boss. So her boss, another, 
her head doctor or something. She wraps it up. Another owl passes. He comes in. He looks at it. He goes, we're going to have to, you know, talk to the plastic surgeon. They wrap it up. <laughs> they fuck up for like an hour. They come back. They're like, okay, the plastic surgeon says we need some photos of it. <laughs> so they unwrap it. <laughs> they take some photos of it. They wrap it back up. Fuck back off. Oh, dear. <laughs> come back. They're like, okay. The plastic surgeon says, yeah, they'll see me, but not for a few days. So what they have to do is they have to glue it shut. They gave me a bunch of painkillers, uh, oxy, a bunch of other things. I don't know. It was like seven pills they gave me. I'm like, oh, eating that shit like nice. Tic Tacs. No, oh, jeez. Calm down. <laughs> you, you, these pills are great. You take four of them and then the doorway opens for the dwarf men to come out. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's how I was feeling. When they decided to put the glue on, which was about half an hour after I take, took all those pills, I'm, I'm feeling pretty, pretty chill, like pretty relaxed. Come and take the bandages off. They put the, um, the blood pressure thing around my arm. My and they turn, they jack it up super high. My arm is fucking Thanos color. All right, I thought I was turning into Thanos for a second. Nice, <laughs> death from above. <laughs> From there, the doctor lady, she's like, this is going to hurt a little bit. I'm like, oh, that's fine. She starts putting the glue on. It hurts, stings a bit. I'm like, oh, I'm doing my mad thing. I'm like, yeah, I could take it. Then all of a sudden, the glue solidifies. And I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) The doctor thought I was having a heart attack. The pain was just so intense. Glue solidifying over an open wound sucks. Like, so much. Yeah, I can imagine that. (laughs) I don't even want to think about it. (laughs) Sounds too painful for me. It's solidifying over a wound. And it's not like just a tiny cut. It's it's big. <laughs> like I'm missing a cubic heart. One and a half cubic centimeters off the top of my thumb. Yeah. Well, you were trying to touch me with the glue today. Yeah, it's all crusty uh, and yuck. stuff. That's uh, I just want to rip it off. <laughs> but that, that's what happened to me Monday. How was your Monday? Not as exciting. <laughs> I just had it to work. But at the same time... I got a text from you in the morning that says, hey, I cut my thumb off. I'm like, fair enough. This is a normal thing. I'm still amazed that you ate your breakfast afterwards. Really? Why? Because you cut like a lot of your thumb off and yeah. then you're still like, I got to eat. Yeah, I, don't, I wasn't in any pain. Adrenaline, man. Probably. Yeah. Like, because I was talking to June and basically the same thing happened when he cut his uh part of his finger off supposedly i'm like you know what this is fine you know i'm not that much of pain you know this is all right i'm fine i think that's more shock than actual being calm yeah <laughs> poor guy but it's all good now and he can edit again yeah oh barely though like i'm in a lot of pain right now but i'm not on my painkillers so Yay, pain. good job it helps me focus <laughs> <laughs> the physical and the emotional pain that's the way to go <laughs> That's silly. <laughs> All right, let's talk trailers. Alrighty, what so... What hit today over the last week? Over the last week, they released the final Godzilla 2 trailer, the main trailer. Yep, looked awesome as hell. The gang is all here. The gang? Who, who's in the gang again? It's like Mothra. Mothra. Uh, fucking Ninja Turtle. I don't know if Gamera is actually part of the gang. Gamera was starring in a bunch of his own films. I looks I like I'm pretty sure Mothra had her own movies as well. I think most of them did have their own yeah. film, but it was like a Godzilla yeah. versus film. But yeah. Gamera had a series of his own films. Yeah, because Gamera was a friend of me and you with the rocket boots. 
Didn't Gamera, Gamera, or Ninja? I'm just gonna call it Ninja Turtle. Ninja Turtle and Godzilla fight before? Like, yeah, they're pretty sure they fought. I don't remember. All I know is Gamera was in a lot of those Gamera versus blah blah. But yeah, it looks good, doesn't it? Definitely, the CG looks pretty dope. What what I saw, <laughs> I went back and we compared Godzilla King of Monsters to the Godzilla 2014 last trailer. Right, the final trailers. That trailer was so terrible. That movie actually was not that great. I just, I can't even. <laughs> that movie's so bad. I got so pissed off, especially when they were all down the bunker and then you see the Kabutops attacking Godzilla and then all of a sudden you're like, yeah, giant monster fight. And then the blast doors close and nothing. That movie barely starred Godzilla. He was just not in it that much. But this one looks like he's going to be in it a stack. Yeah. Especially the king. The king is back. King? King Ghidorah. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit, yeah. Three it's going fucking dragon. wicked. And they've got the uh, stereotypical Japanese guy from the first one. Yeah, I think it's the same character. Yeah, yeah. pretty sure. He's like... What, what was his name? Um, because Mr. Uh, Mitsuhirato from uh, Tintin and the Blue Lotus. No, it was like fucking Miyagi from Last Samurai or whatever. Miyagi? I don't know. I'm pretty, he's Miyagi from The Last was, Samurai. Yeah, yeah, he was. He, he, he actually plays an immortal. <laughs> plays the exact same character. He's also in Inception. <laughs> yeah. The guy who just bought the airline because it was easier. <laughs> See, he's an immortal. Yeah, he is. He's got all that money. But I think it's going to be killer. So, does that mean Godzilla's just in Inception? Yeah, Godzilla is actually part of a dream. And in this movie, they actually go into Godzilla's dream. All right. The best part of that, the first Godzilla movie is at the end when Godzilla defeated the other Kabuto or whatever the fuck they're the called. The Kabutopses. Yeah, the Kabutopses. When he defeated them, the Japanese guy looks at Godzilla and Godzilla looks back. And in my mind, right, the guy's going, Arigato Godzilla. <laughs> and then Godzilla goes back to him. <laughs> and then just walks back into the ocean It's like I'm done here Because he has Japanese spirit right? <laughs> All the spirit <laughs> Best part of the first one uh, What other trailers? Stranger, th- uh, Stranger 3's uh, Stranger 3's <laughs> Stranger 3's Yeah the Stranger Things 3 teaser dropped And they did the same thing about just naming every single episode Does that mean they haven't recorded anything yet? No, I'm pretty sure they have, but they want to give us guessing. Talking about that, the little girl from Stranger Things 11 is in Godzilla. As 11, it yeah. seems. Yeah. Looking at the trailer, it's just 11 has just gotten into another bad situation. So she's 11 in a movie where 11 is... Is 11. We're <laughs> in a movie where 11 has been eaten by Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> but she uses mind powers and friendship. Do you think Stranger Things has a connection to the Cthulhu mythos? Uh, I didn't until you brought it up. Yeah. And... Mm-hmm. I'm I pretty can't. sure that the monster, it, it probably isn't, but it's its not the Cthulhu mythos, but it's, it's definitely inspired heavily from Cthulhu. Yeah. Right? But it's more, it's not Cthulhu, it's one of the other, I think it's Outer Gods, because Cthulhu's an Outer God. And then, no, is he? He's the old ones. He's an old one, right? Yeah. And then the Outer Gods are Azathoth, Neolathotep, and there's one other. Um... I can't pronounce the name Nag Or or something like that It's one with like a lot of eyes (laughs) The one that is the key or something The crazy ones Anyway, Neolathotep, right He's he's an outer god He's one of the gods, right? Yes 
he is the only god, see, where Azathoth, he's the strongest of all the gods because he created everything. Right? And he's, he's fucking massive. Oh, yeah, he, he's at the center of the universe. Yeah. We're all his dream. Yeah. Supposedly. Um, the other one, I can't, I can't remember the name. It's like the key to the door or something. Basically, it knows everything that has happened, that is happening, and that will happen. So here's time. Basically, right? Th- th- this thing knows absolutely everything that is going to occur. Yes. Within the, within the multiverse. Yes. That is the Cthulhu mythos. And then you have Neolithotap, right? He is a shape-shifting god that... It was his job to bring these other beings into our world. The stories are going that he's like, fuck that. I like this place too much. I want to keep it to myself. <laughs> so he's just kind of toying with humanity. He takes shape of like humans and stuff. Supposedly he was Hitler, Caesar, all these other things. What Bad guys throughout history. <clears throat> yep. Actually, Neolathotep. <laughs> And he, he plays and toys with humanity. He's the only god. Well, it's the only god. It's not really he. It's the only god that can actually interact with us. Where all the other gods can only send dreams. visions and dreams and things That's like what, that. How Cthulhu talks well, through dreams and Cthulhu isn't ideas. actually a god. Yeah, he's just the priest. Yeah, he's just one of the other... Not the other, the... Um, it's one of the great old ones. Just yeah, the, he, he's the a great priest. old one, which are the children of the god, yeah. uh, the outer gods. Isn't it funny how uh, all this mythos was designed out of just an idea? Like, yeah. I don't think any of this mythos actually was written by H.P. Lovecraft. Oh, most of his shit was just notes. Yeah, and so, no, I mean the mythos. The mythos was further created by people like Neil Gaiman. Yeah, and then all yeah. these other yeah. like writers, which is amazing. Yeah, no, well, most of the actual creatures and stuff, right? They're all written in notes and diaries that were in, like, that Lovecraft had. Oh, yeah. That's where, where a lot of these things came from. Like, Azathoth, right? All that was written about him was, in one of his diaries, was Azathoth, an ugly name. Just <laughs> it. And then, yeah, the power of us and humanity and I, I think, expanding. Yeah, yeah. Then a few things wrote about, eventually people just piece together everything with super glue. <laughs> I think more <laughs> they they made things up and that became the mythos. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was it, it basically putting a puzzle together from seventy puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> Seventeen different puzzles and then trying to make it all fit and like cramming it in there. <laughs> oh, God. With this recent like uplift of Stephen King adaptations being turned into TV shows and movies. I'm wondering why they haven't jumped on the HP Lovecraft train. Oh, they will soon. You think? Yeah, definitely. I don't like, know why they There purpose... was a HP Lovecraft, the Call of Cthulhu game that just got released, a video game. I haven't played it yet. But... Yeah. And also another one, The yeah. Sunken City. Yep. Which is basically, looks like The Shadow of Innsmouth. Mm-hmm. Mixed with a couple of other ones. Yeah. The Shadow of Innsmouth. I want to see that as a movie or a TV show. Yeah. So bad, it's not mm-hmm. even funny. Dunwich Horror, I'd love to see that one. Yeah, the Dunwich. That's like in yeah. the, the Cthulhu starter pack. Like yeah, the mythos. That, that was pack. one of the actual books written by Lovecraft. Yeah, same with Shadow, mm. uh, Call of Cthulhu, Mountains of Madness. I mm. think they were trying to turn that into a film with Robert Rodriguez yeah. behind the helm. Don't know what's happening with that. You know, movies seem ideas are one thing, but turning them into a, like reality is just really tough at the moment. Yeah, definitely. Because they got to make other shit. 
Well, it's not just that. It's who owns the rights to these things. Yeah, you'd assume who would own HP Lovecraft by now. Wouldn't you think it'd be public domain? I think it's in the public domain, maybe. I mean, I'm not sure. the whole public domain thing is a bit of a misnomer anyway. Things can be in public domain, but people can still own them. Yeah. So you still have to pay rights. So what's the point of public domain? Yeah. But yeah, Stranger Things, season three. <laughs> what did you think of season two? Eh. Nothing to write home about? Yeah, nothing to write home about. It was interesting. I like that thing at the end where it's like they have, it's invisible and it's come down from the... Well, it's not invisible. It's just in the other world and it's come down and only like fucking Eleven can see it or whatever. No, the other kid can see it. Yeah, the other yeah. kid. I don't know what, yeah. I don't know what they I are. think it's Will. All, all, all children look the same to me. Will Byers. <laughs> um, yeah, I think... Yeah. That thing does look like... I'm pretty sure it looks like Neo Lathotap. Yeah, I think you are correct on that one. But yeah, season two didn't give me the same rush that season one gave me. It had characters in it that were pointless. Like Max, I didn't really see her purpose. Oh, yeah, she was useless. Yeah. I don't think the soundtrack was as strong... No. ...as the original... No, soundtrack they, for that was phenomenal. Yeah, mm. they really worked hard on that one. I don't know. It's yeah. like the Duffer Brothers were like, "Yeah, we've done this. We're going to do more." You know, yeah. who cares anymore? And they told us that they write a bunch of shit, but I think they just wrote season one, and when that went well, they kept on writing. Like, yeah. I don't know where to go from here. <laughs> yeah, Steve, probably Steve. Oh yeah, he was best awesome. character. Holy crap! Yes, he had the most character development. Just babysitting the kids. Yeah. He had the most character development in the entire thing. Yeah. That's why he, it's hard to explain, but he was definitely my favorite character in Stranger Things season two. Yes. And he will continue to be my favorite character. Well, depends how they write him, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. So we're going to, we had this uh, thing about Leonardo DiCaprio, Leonardo DiCaprio, yeah. Leonardo Cappuccino. Stealing an Oscar or something? <laughs> he didn't steal it. That's why I wanted to scrub it. He uh, got it given to him as a gift from a uh, financier who purchased it at an auction for $600,000. It was actually Marlon Brando's Oscar uh, that he got for On the Waterfront yep. in 1956 or something. And then recently, a bunch of other stuff and gifts that this uh, guy has given Leonardo DiCaprio. And he's even given Miranda Kerr a piano. That has to get given back. <laughs> um, yeah. I'm more wondering why Leonardo wanted Marlon Brando's Oscar to begin with. Because he didn't have one of his own yet? Possibly, maybe. I don't know. Like It's memorabilia, man. I guess that was at the end of the day. That's what it was. It was just movie memorabilia. <laughs> yeah, it was just memorabilia. Fuck, hopefully that doesn't affect the sound. <laughs> I just knocked my mic and if it affects the sound, I think Nick's going to kill me. I'm going to kill someone. It doesn't have to be you. You're my co-host. <laughs> But yeah, so it's not really an interesting story. Just Leonardo has to give it back. Right? Yeah, not really that much of an interesting story. Leonardo has to give it back and all that other stuff. Right? Yeah. yeah, and then the uh, the film guild can purchase it for a dollar. Mm-hmm. That's uh, the rules. They can purchase it back for a dollar. Really? Yeah. That's a little bullshit. Why? It's theirs. The I Film Preservation Guild or something. It's not Mark really Brad is dead, so yeah, I it's know. not like he's going to claim it. Well, whose is it then? This families then. Yeah. Nick got me stuck onto this show recently. Well, not recently. It's been a couple of months probably yeah. since he showed me. It's called The League. Yes. Fucking fantastic. Hilarious. Holy shit. <laughs> All about fantasy football. Not a big fan of American football. 
I don't even know how it works. I don't either. All I know is there's a bunch of people and they throw the ball at each other like, hut, hut. Yeah. Well, that's the same with most sports. I don't understand them. Well, most sports are about scoring. So it's it's just like when you're single. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> it's all about scoring. That's why they call it scoring. But yeah, no, I just don't understand most sports. But uh, I think I know someone who does. So yeah. check this out. G'day, everyone. I'm Tom. And along with Aaron, we host the Unsportsman podcast. The Unsportsman podcast is all about taking a comedic look at the topical news in sport, pop culture, and comedy. We do do a healthy dose of life stories, usually about our failure. If you want to pass the time on your commute, jump over to your podcast platform and type in the Unsportsman AU. That is the Unsports M-E-N. We're also on all the socials for that late night scrolling when you probably should be in bed. The Unsportsman, where we have all the gear and no idea. Yeah, check them out, guys. Yeah, that's awesome. Definitely. Uh, on to video games now, right? The videos. Now, I want to talk about Death Stranding. <laughs> uh, Hideoka Kojima's new... Kojima's weirdness. <laughs> his new um, magnum opus. <laughs> the magnum opus of his movies, starring Norman Reedus. Have you guys seen the actual trailer for Death Stranding? And not that, like a game, like a reveal trailer. I mean, like that 10-minute epic weird trailer. I want to, Would you call it epic? No, I wouldn't call it epic, but that's what they revealed it as. I felt like I had Alzheimer's when watching that. Because you didn't know what was happening afterwards? <laughs> no. Yeah, no, I've, I've never been more confused about anything in my life. <laughs> it's just... worse than the end of Akira. It made me it made me feel like I was going insane. Yeah. <laughs> it made me feel dumb. I'm pretty sure Death Stranding is actually the future of Stranger Things. After the Upside Down wins. Yeah. Because that the monster that was at the end of Stranger Things season two, right, is very reminiscent of the monster that's in Death Stranding, the the uh, gameplay thing where it's like picking up everybody and that guy shoots himself in the head. You remember that part? Yeah. Yeah. So that monster looks a lot like the one from Stranger Things. Yeah. I think having invisible monsters in a game is such a cop out. Why? Oh, like you didn't have to do any effort <laughs> to design it. It's like a movie about the terrifying invisible aliens. <laughs> it's like, look out, there's one behind you. Oh, no. Mm. Well, all I can tell is that it's about different realities. So the upside down. The only way to see this other reality is to have some kind of baby. What? Nothing. Keep going. No, like, I'm listening. I just, I just don't understand Neither do I. I don't. I thought I'm was, trying to explain. I thought it was like a different. So, so there are two realities, and they're kind of there, and they can interact with each other, but they can't see each other. The only way to see the other reality is to have the soul of another, or something like that, of like a newborn baby, or something. I I'm, I'm not really sure to be reborn. I don't know. I assume that it was just one reality. And everyone had babies inside of them. And when they died, their soul went into that baby. Who knows? I mean, it's still got a while till it comes out, probably. I'm sure mm-hmm. Kojima will just scrap it in the end anyway. Like he did with Silent Hills. Well, he, he didn't scrap that. They, they fired him. Did you hear what actually happened to him, though? No. Okay, so the treatment he got at the end, when he was working with um, the Konami, right? Yeah. He... See, this is actually a really terrible practice that some Japanese companies actually do and they get away with it they they lock people that they don't really like up in rooms 
for their entire shifts. Jesus. In, in, in tiny, tinier than this, maybe half the size, and that's their workspace. Ugh. And they got to stay in those workplaces for like 8, 10, 12 hours a day. That's crazy. And that's what they were doing to Kojima. Poor Kojima. <laughs> yeah. He brought us such joy and happiness. Yeah. So they, they were tr- supposedly, I'm not really sure, maybe the story's changed, but that's what I heard. That's what I remember reading. Fucking Konami. So they were being really cruel to him, supposedly by the end. I think it's because on some other games he promised to deliver the, all this stuff and then he didn't deliver and so there's a lot of shit going around, but I don't know. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That's <laughs> but it's actually, yeah, it's this terrible business practice that uh, some, not all, some Japanese companies implement to punish staff. That's why you got to be more like Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> Nintendo totally don't do that. Oh, no. <laughs> Whoops. Thanks, Nintendo. The, they may have done that in the past. <laughs> I just can't imagine rocking up to work one day and being like, okay... And it's like, get in your cage. What if you just do fuck all? Then you just do fuck all. Yeah. Cool. But then you're just in a room for fucking can you get 12 hours. Pay? No, I don't think you can. Oh my God. Looks like that. And we, we have like fair work here. They like crack the shits every time something bad happens. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Stranger Things in a nutshell. Uh, not Stranger Things. Death Stranding. Death, Death Stranding is like a thousand years in the future of Stranger Things. So I'm going to start calling it. Uh, Stranger Strandings? Death Things. Death Things or Stranger Strandings? <laughs> Starring Norman Reedus. Oh, that'd be so cool if he appeared in Stranger Things Season 3. It would be, as Daryl <laughs> from The Walking Dead. How awesome would it be? <laughs> He's like a kid. <laughs> I'd be so confused. My brain hurts already. Why would you be so confused? Just because he's there. He'd <laughs> <laughs> be a kid. Speaking of Norman Reedus... Mm-hmm. Getting on a segue about Walking Dead. So you okay. heard about how Telltale went under, right? Yeah. So Telltale went under and they didn't get to finish Walking Dead, the video oh. game. Damn. Skybound Entertainment, the guys that release Walking Dead, stepped in and they're going to pay for the rest of the final season of The Walking Dead. Oh, nice. Yeah, so we're actually going to get to see a finishing of Clementine's Ark. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. I haven't actually played season three, is it? No, we're going to have to. I haven't played it either. I, I don't think I've... No, I've played all of season two. I haven't played Michonne's story either. I started it. Mm. It, was, it was all right. Yeah. That one just didn't interest me. I want to know what's happening with Clementine. Yeah. So we've got season three and season four. Like well, that's, the final season. That is my game recommendation of the week. Yeah. Walking Dead, Telltale, Walking Dead, season one. Holy crap. Them feels. Yeah. Like, them actual feels you, you play that game you're like <laughs> my, my heart my heart my like, heart hurts not nice crying like ugly crying yeah. <laughs> especially when you get up to the end you're like full-on sobbing like, <laughs> i can't handle this anymore <laughs> like proper ugly crying <laughs> yeah it's a, it, it's amazing i just i feel bad for telltale especially games like the wolf among us season two will never come out yeah. and i haven't finished that one actually i've got to get around to it i just don't know what happened all of a sudden they're like oh by the way we're broke it's because they just started making a bunch of shit yeah they went with the game of thrones game and flopped game of thrones minecraft uh arkham arkham, arkham batman fucking a million different things see they should have done one thing and they would have made money 
yeah, Firefly. Yeah, they, they, they put their... Um... <laughs> Fire, if yes. they made a Firefly story, oh. that would have been a way to continue the series Hell in a game. yeah. And get the original cast and voice actors. Fuck yeah. They would have made a killing and we would have seen more Firefly. Oh, definitely. Shit, yeah. I would have paid fucking two, three hundred dollars for that. Whoever's uh, into making those types of games, if you're out there, Firefly. Yep. Get onto uh, Joss Whedon. Yeah. Or whoever owns the rights at Fox. Fox. And it's locked in a shell. Wait a second. No, it's not. Disney own it now. Wait a second. Disney own... Wait, I bet you there was like an exclusionary deal. You may have all of what Fox owns, except for Firefly. That's in a cage. <laughs> Above a lava pit. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just a box that says rights to Firefly on it. And it's just sitting above a, a volcano. <laughs> if you want to get the rights for Firefly, you need to go through the volcano of doom. <laughs> Fuck you, Fox. You must go on an adventure of a lifetime. <laughs> 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 Rupert Murdoch's just sitting there staring It's like a Jabba the Hutt-esque area <laughs> And you got Malcolm Reynolds just like in like the golden <laughs> bikini Fuck you, Fox You must first retrieve the eye of Quasimar yeah. And after retrieving the eye You must bring it to the mountain of <laughs> Doom, Doom. <laughs> Place the eye upon the statue of eternity <laughs> And from there it will show you the way to the rights yeah, to the, the Firefly <laughs> franchise <laughs> Fuck me oh, <laughs> The Firefly adventure coming 2020 <laughs> It's like Legends of the Hidden Temple with a Firefly as oh. oh my goodness though But yeah, that's no, a good question Did Fire Does Firefly... Uh, does, Disney now own the rights to Firefly. I don't know. And if they do, what are they going to do with this? Are well, keep beating dead horses and release Indiana Jones and Star Wars movies. Like, in all honesty, Firefly to us is dead. Yeah. It's dead. The mm. Firefly that we knew is dead. Yeah. But it was a big universe. Yeah. You know, there is so much you could do with that. I mean, it doesn't need to be the Firefly. Crew. Here's what I'm afraid that will actually happen, okay? Yes. I am afraid Disney, if they own the rights to Firefly now, I am afraid that they'll make an animated series with it and it will be PG mm-hmm. and it'll be for the kiddies. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid that Firefly might happen. Firefly wasn't exactly brutally violent to begin with. It had a lot of dark themes, like dark not, themes. Not as dark as that one dark theme that would have been it if it kept going. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> the thing with the Nara and the Reavers. Yeah. Yeah. The Reavers themselves are just... Fucked up. They are. Nishka was skinning that guy alive. Uh, what else? Um, now Mal just shot some guy in the head. Yeah. Like, <laughs> killed him in cold blood. <laughs> he pushes fucking crow. Was it crawl? Crow. Crow into the fucking engine. <laughs> you give Nishka his money back. Yeah, good. We're all we're all good. We're fine. We're fine. But yeah, I could. I could. <laughs> he just kicks him. But at the same time, an animated series is the only way we'd see the original voice cast come back. And yeah, no, they stories. weren't. They weren't. It's uh, unfortunately, guys, this is gonna sound hard. Firefly, as you know it, is dead. Just give up. Letting go is the hardest thing to do, but please try. It, it, no, here's what I want. Okay, here's what I. Carl's wish list. My wish list for Firefly. <laughs> I want them to make an animated series, right? But have I think it's Trevor Jurovalski. Uh, uh, direct it The guy who made Samurai Jack Oh yeah And the Clone Wars Animation Series Not the the uh, Animated series Have you seen that? The short Clone Wars 
the animated, not the CG series. Not the CG, the animated one. No. Haven't you? Holy it's on shit. Netflix, isn't it? Don't think so, no. I've got a bunch of shit on my list that yeah. I need to watch. Dude, I, I really actually just want to show you the newest season of Samurai Jack. Yeah. Like, I'll add it to my list. You, you don't actually understand how important that series is to the industry right now. I don't think a lot of people understand how important that series is. How so? What do you mean? It's that Trevor Travalsky, I can't, I can't pronounce his last, it's Russian or whatever. He's actually, he is Russian. He, he's creator of Dexter's Laboratory and a few other things. The original Samurai Jack, when that came out, it was amazing. It was made for kids, yes, but it was really good. It was well animated, had a lot of cool themes. When it got cancelled, was pretty bad. Like people were upset. Well, kids were upset. Yeah. When they brought it back, they realized that their audience had grown up, so they decided to make Samurai Jack for an adult audience. Oh yeah. And it is brutal. <laughs> like, holy crap! It is brutal. Because in the other ones, they got away with blood by replacing all of Jack's enemies with robots, pretty much. He's fighting, he's in the future, he's fighting robots. So when he slices something, oil would come out. In the new one, they decided to give him human enemies, right? So he's actually never killed a human before. Yeah. And when he's fighting these people, he thinks they're robots and he kills one. And he's like, holy... Like, he he completely has this mental breakdown. It's just... (laughs) Amazing. And do you know how all this is told? Through literally visuals. Nothing is actually said. You you see it in his face. You see it in his actions about him breaking. And then holy crap. Poor fella. And then it gets to a point where he thinks to himself, this isn't my decision. I have to protect myself. It's their decision to fight me. Yes. I've warned them. If they come at me, they are choosing a path that they... Will not like. So he warns them. He comes to terms with all this. This all happens within like a 20-minute episode. You watch this episode. The episode feels like it goes on for four hours. I'm not shitting you. It is just... I don't know what kind of magic he uses. The pacing in it, it's so weird. But it's such an important piece of visual animation that is so important to for today. Yeah. And it's just this guy... He, he just, he's so good. Yeah. He knows how to actually use the visual medium. Huh. Mm-hmm. I'll, have to, I'll have to add that to my list. Yeah. Samurai Jack. Samurai Jack. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, yeah. Anything else on today's agenda? Agenda. Agenda. Well, I'm um, thinking about down 2019 about maybe doing the con circuit. Oh, that's right. I mentioned that earlier. Didn't yeah. I? yeah. Down in Victoria where we are. So we've got uh, Comic Con. And PAX. Comic-Con, PAX. Um, most likely VidCon. Is VidCon in Melbourne? I believe so. Yeah, they have a Melbourne VidCon. Oh, yeah. We yep. might uh, we might just go around mm-hmm. them in the future. So if uh, anyone wants to yep. chill out with us. Um, are there any podcast conventions? Not that I know of yet. Oh, we could be those guys. We could start the podcast convention. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure there is because there's lots of stuff. I'm part of a podcast community on Facebook now. Yep. And Australian podcasters. Mm. And they have like events and stuff. So yeah, there's even podcast awards. Mm. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So vote for us in those awards, guys. <laughs> no, no, we're gonna submit our own submission and uh. then pay to get part of it. What? Yeah, I don't know how life works, but this is how it works. <laughs> right. You gotta pay to get in. Gotta pay to win. All right. So yeah, remember 
keep an eye. We'll, we'll mention them when the conventions come up. But yeah, we'll probably we'll, we will be at PAX Comic Con. Uh, what, what else? Is there? There's Oz Comic Con. There's PAX. There's one other. Uh, is there another anime festival that just started again? No, Anime Fest or whatever. Oh uh, yeah, there's a uh, Madman. Oh, yeah, Madman, Madman festival. festival. There's there's another pop culture Supernova. Oh yeah, Supernova. Supernova big. Supernova yeah. is probably the biggest one we've got other than PAX. Yeah, we'll 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 definitely go to them. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's it for today's podcast. Take us out, fucking. Michael Jacks? No, nah, he's not here actually in the studio. <laughs> he's not here in life either. <laughs> so, if you had Michael Jackson here, I'd be very worried. Why? He'd be like, hee hee. That's hey, not what skeletons hey, do. I like how, I like what you're doing with this podcast. Keep up the good work. Hee. <laughs> oh! <laughs> oh! Sounds like Michael Jackson's in the room with me. <laughs> He's, he has such a primal scream. A primal roar. Yeah, primal roar. Where he's like, oh! <laughs> what? You're going to have to limit that, Pete. I know, right? You're just going to deafen our audience. <laughs> I listen to pod- Dem Fancy Dinosaurs podcast episode six. And now I can't hear things. <laughs> All right. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. I'm one of your hosts, Kyle. And I'm your other host, Nick. Don't forget to uh, hit us up on Instagram or if you want to send us an email, ask us a question about movies and TV, uh, questions.yourwelcome at gmail.com or hashtag DemFancy on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. And you're listening to Dem Fancy's Dinosaurs. Stay fancy. Thank you.